Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doctor. Doctor who? You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, we couldn't not do that. Yeah. Uh, come on. The show didn't even do it. They didn't do it in the episode. But yeah. It's called Knock Knock. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to the Doctor Who After Show here at After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, and it is time to talk about the episode Knock Knock. Episode 10.04. I'm joined by a fantastic panel. Yeah. Got Dave Child. We're fantastic. My name's Dave Child. You can find me at Mr. Dave Child on all the internets or DaveChild.com because my name's Dave Child. <laughs> Adrian Hi. Snow is back. Yes, I'm back. Sorry, Yay. I was out of town. Uh, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. And that's M S E D R I N S N O W. Sorry, I've never heard this theme before. I was so. Uh, mesmerized by it. Oh. Which one is this? Is this the no, it had Benedict Cumberbatch appeared in the. I title don't. Sequence. I think this. M- this must be. Oh, uh, you know what? This is a fan. Thing. This is a fan. Yeah. No! <laughs> yeah. This is the a fan made uh, thing where it's like Sherlock. I think meets. There we this go. This might yeah. have been the one. Actually, looking at the the, we can see the the YouTube video mm-hmm. that's playing. I think this is the one that um, they used as the basis for the current. Uh, theme oh. like intro, which that that is a truth. That is like something that actually happened. A fan just made one with you know with the whole like with the clock yeah, as yeah. you rotate mm-hmm. through. That was a fan creation that the BBC liked so much they they basically like bought it off the fan. Oh, oh that's wow. cool. I'm glad um, they bought it off of him like and bought off the fan. Like it. I don't know. I don't know if how I don't know if money technically changed hands or if it was an right. acknowledgement or other things. But yeah. like uh, they did like use a fan's thing of like fix it up for for television. But then, like, put it to use, and that's, that's what great. we have now. Ooh. Um, lovely little uh, yeah. learning. Um, well, the chat is <laughs> Michelle. I was like, that was to our opening. That was so awkward. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome, Internet. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's dig in. Uh, just right off the top, what did you guys think of Knock Knock? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I I really didn't like this episode. This to me, this was like the weakest episode of the season so far. Wow, okay. And uh, there's a couple of things I liked about it, but I think uh, I've been <laughs> defending the last couple of episodes pretty strongly. I think. Maybe not. But, like, this one was a little, like, this one was a little tough for me. And I think it's because I wanted a really scary episode, mm. and I didn't quite get that, but we we'll, we'll, could talk about it in a bit. All right. Adrian, what do you think? Um, yeah, I thought this episode was okay. Uh, it didn't, I wasn't necessarily... I'm ready to get to the juicy stuff. Like yeah. by episode four, I kind of want to know what the main thing, what the main thing we're driving towards is. I want like a little bit more on that. I can agree with that. So, um, I mean, I, I I have not been shy about it on this mm-hmm. podcast. Like I am 
while there are good one-off episodes, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of too many of them, and yeah. we've had three right. in a row now. Yeah. Um, and, like, we did get a big step closer to finding out what's in the vault. Uh, but... And, like, we, we were this week, and we'll get into this towards the back of the show, like, we are able to eliminate some of our, our theories from previous weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, yeah, you're right. I'm ready for a bigger, overarching, like, yeah. driving plot line. Uh, I actually liked this episode. I oh, liked it, I think, more than last week's. Ah. Um, but, again, hmm. remember that I was not a huge fan of last week's episode. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I this just the, the the themes of this episode felt very much like Doctor Who. Um, it like it it also s- still managed to feel like unique in that like we it was we were getting this was a companion right. episode mm-hmm. like a very companion heavy episode. I like that it managed to, it did stay on Earth like in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, it is that like Doctor Who sort of convenience of wow. My uh, the person that's that's perfectly conveniently there for the doctor to save yeah. happened to be the one that fell into this bad Alien magical trap. trap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I feel like that just is a thing where like basically on this Earth, there's just. Alien monster stuff happening everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Doctor's companions are just, like, the only ones that get saved. Yeah. It was, like, a little bit kind of like a, a Russell T. Davies type of, of feeling. It was nice to see that nobody remembered aliens because they erased that, like, what, almost a decade ago when right. the entire That's, Earth was aware of aliens. The doctor, <laughs> doctor Who goes so back and forth on, like, yeah. how aware how the general yeah. public is about aliens to, like, within, like, Within a season, it will change without well, was, justification. That was the first thing that uh, Stephen Moffat got rid of, because at the end of Russell T. Davies' like whole series um, or run was everyone became aware of aliens. So I think the first thing he did with Matt Smith, I think, was go back it, and kind of erase that. It wasn't the first thing, but it was a big part of his arc. Yeah, was that like they had right. the whole they had the. Uh, because they did the alternate timeline mm-hmm. thing where, like, it, there's there's no stars. Yeah. Um, because and Amy then had it went back. About that wasn't invasion. right away, but it was mm-hmm. pretty. It, it was, like, one of the things that he did. Mm-hmm. So after that, I think the general public didn't know about aliens. It's just yeah. unit. Right. Um, but, like, again, we've still had big major things of aliens. Oh, right. Uh, since then. I just kind of always assume that it's kind of like how we think of aliens right now. We don't really believe they exist. Yeah. That's kind of where I always just assume it lands because it is hard to keep track. But but you're right. Like the episodes like The Day the Doctor Mm -hmm. Stayed yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I, I forget the exact title, but it was something close to that. The day of the Doctor? Was it just the Day of the Doctor? The Day of the Doctor was the 50th. Yeah. But wasn't that um, also Oh, the yeah, Zargon. The, the, the Zargons um, yeah. were a right. very publicly acknowledged mm-hmm. thing yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That was, not the, that was not in the Day of the Doctor, but the Zargon invasion and inversion mm-hmm. two-parter from last season. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the general public has opinions yeah. about aliens on yeah. Earth. Uh, so. Yeah. Regardless. Right. Yeah. What I did like about this episode was that they set up they're really they're really strong with the theme of students and and teachers. Zygons. Yeah. My bad. Zygons. Yeah. Uh of student and teacher and so they're building off of student housing in this case where the student is moving to 
uh, all the students are moving into like this one big shaky house. There's even a line that Bill says, which is just, it's an old creaky house that a bunch of students live in. This is what usually happens. There's mm-hmm. nothing really creepy going on. And also it's building off of the premise of a haunted house Mm -hmm. that it's like setting up this like haunted creaky house and that's the stuff i was like "Ooh, this is this is gonna be fun this is we're gonna dive into it things i didn't like was we got introduced to five new characters and you didn't care about any rapid fire and i have no idea who these new characters are Mm -hmm. or really a sense of who they are and they got introduced through a montage that felt like it was it just felt like this episode kind of feels like it's one of the Doctor Who spinoff shows mm-hmm. and it not Doctor Who proper. did have a proper. class sort of feeling about yeah, it. it felt like class or it felt like Sarah uh, Chronicles. It felt like it felt like Sarah all Jane. of those. Sarah Jane Chronicles. But like I didn't hate that about it because we were entering into Bill's life mm-hmm. and this is a right. very different she's a very different companion mm-hmm. from everyone else in that over her arc we are not she's not traveling with the doctor mm-hmm. she's just living her life and the doctor is there right well uh, claire kind of had that for a while as occasionally well. but mm-hmm. like i think throughout like over the course of the season we saw her traveling with him much yeah. more frequently but with claire we built up and even with rose we uh, built up mm-hmm. like these Amy. additional characters that were kind of we get to know we see a family that we mm-hmm. meet and we see um, we see love interests that are back at home that we kind of meet and learn yeah. to know. These like, are just the, these are just like a, a bunch of characters she doesn't even know. Yeah, and that's how we meet them. Is like, and it's hard to. She knows Shireen, but she yeah. doesn't know anyone else. Yeah. I mean, you like you do improv as well, and you you know that the worst thing you could do to start off a scene is have two people don't know each other. It's like it's really helpful to have uh, established relationship like right away. I mean, you can still start off a scene in improv with people not knowing each other, but it's, it's a bigger payoff if in, even right. in the middle you discover that they the, know each other. Them getting yeah. to know each other has to if, if you if you introduce up top that they don't know each other, mm-hmm. then getting to know each other has to be a motivating force of whatever's. Mm-hmm. Happen because right. that is a big thing yeah. when two people enter a situation together, and that doesn't really happen in this episode. They're just kind of there. Yeah, I got the I sense that like, she yeah. knew um, Shireen. 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 Yeah, I think that was the only one that she had seemed to have a previous relationship. Um, one of the other dudes, I, I think it was Paul, mm-hmm. was the tall mm-hmm. dude who was like trying to flirt with her. That was yeah. a weird. I thing actually. That- I didn't think it needed to happen. I, it didn't need to necessarily at first. However, I did have respect for him when as soon as she like was like, I'm not into you, he just like immediately like backed off. I I thought it was a weird beat because she had to say, because I'm into women, and then it was that, oh, okay, well, I never, never would have stood a chance because it seemed like he was going to resist until she said that. And I was like, that right. wasn't really necessary. I think if she That's just fair. said... I'm not interested, and he was like, "Oh, cool. okay, okay." Well, that, <laughs> like, I would have respected that more than yeah having that second beat of him being like, "Oh, awesome." The one thing about You're just him, gay. Well, <laughs> it's like the one thing is that that one little rhythm was enough for me to know who that guy was. And that was, was the thing. It's like I got that guy's character. Yeah. yeah, they did more with him than they did with everyone else. And yeah, like who was Felicity? She really loved music. That's all I can tell about yeah. Felicity is when they started playing music, she was like, yeah! Oh, yeah, she man. was like that quiet little meek girl that doesn't yeah. really want to talk, and then somebody put on some tunes, she's like, all right, let's party! Yeah. I just feel like they've done better jobs in the past of developing those one-off characters. Even right. 
Even when it's not, I mean, usually you get a two-parter. So when we get two-parters with with characters that we know are going to die, that's nicer. Like, um, right. I'm trying to think of the one where, okay, well, uh, Silence in the Library. That was one where you all, you kind of knew all these people were going to die by yeah. the end of it. But at least you got to spend two episodes with them, kind of getting a little bit more about them. Yeah, yeah. And, they could have just had it be two people or three people, and they could have done more with that than having it be five additional That's people. fair. This sort of, like, we were talking about it a little bit off the air. This episode had the structure of a horror movie mm-hmm. in, like, in, the, in like the, the, the pacing of when people get taken and mm-hmm. how they get taken and, like, the yeah. running. Um, but it wasn't really scary. Yeah. It wasn't scary, and I felt like it, it felt like it was trying to be a horror movie, but all we saw was doors closing and screaming mm-hmm. and the best part the best part was when uh pavel yeah. who's the dj guy the, yeah he gets stuck in the wall like getting stuck in a wall is always a horrifying image for me i still have nightmares of um oh god what was that show Shumanji? no jumanji <laughs> uh, there's that was the floor but there was yeah. a show in the early 90s uh punky brewster the halloween episode i know I'm, this is still getting nightmares over all right i'm gonna let you a kid getting stuck in the uh in the wall of a punky brewster thing and it still oh, haunts wow. me so that is like that was kind of that scary. was the scariest part but it doesn't have a lot of suspense for when it happened or even leading up to it. It kind of, they walked in and it felt like he was stuck in the wall. I don't know. It just felt like it could have been scarier. We also had a scary looking monster with the with the uh, daughter slash mom. I didn't mom. think of her as scary. Well, when we first saw her, I thought she was scary. When the, when the thing crawls out of her mouth, that was yeah. a little freaky. But that was creepy. Bugs, but yeah. like, I didn't, I, I wasn't, wasn't ever back. scared of that character. It never felt threatening. Mm-hmm. Right. But even the bugs were not scary to me they were kind of cute yeah. they had like little glowy. Uh, flashlights yeah they had little glowy mm-hmm. on the front uh, it's it was like the i think boppers i thought the microbots uh from the from the smile episode were a lot scarier because they were just a swarm oh yeah yeah they i cuz those things could kill you in a heartbeat yeah um, so I just I was kind of I was anticipating a really scary episode and really suspenseful, and you did get the creepy landlord. The creepy landlord was yeah. Fun. What did you guys think of uh, David Sachet uh, as the landlord? He was creepy. I uh, I didn't I don't I don't always need that kind of. I wish that they had done like the argue my mommy with him and his mom. Right. So to kind of have that, because that was a creepy beat, like, throughout the you whole... You wanted him to say, are you my mommy? I wanted her to say, are you my daddy? And just, like, just right. make that full circle for me. But, uh, no, I think it was something where I really... What I liked about that episode, and there was even similar themes with that, with, like, the nanobites and everything, but uh, that it was just kind of creepy, that it was just kind of unknown, and I didn't get that mm-hmm. moment to feel the unknown of the of the creature that was in... In the wall, they kind of like told you pretty quickly that it was these bugs, and and then yeah. you learn pretty quickly that he's inverted the relationship so that she thinks that uh, she's his daughter just because he's. Yeah. And then it was the creepiest thing about it for him, or about him to me, is that the seventy-year-old man gave up his life to, to like, yeah to take care of his to mom. take care of his wooden mom. Yeah, I was like, 
Mommy really? issues are always kind of creepy. Yeah. Look, he it was a, it was a pseudo uh, Norman Bates yeah situation. Yeah, and they could have gone further with that. I felt like yeah, they I think been creepier so too. Me they in that an aspect. Yeah, they could have leaned into it more, yeah. and they should have stayed dead. Yeah, well, I, that's yeah, I, I'm t- that's a big I would, so that's the big that's one of the biggest things uh, that I think like the big debates and uh, and uh, chat. I, I especially want to know what you guys think uh, about yeah. this this specific point. The last minute saving throw I, I to get all of the characters back in the like I sort of knew it was coming based just based on the tone of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it but- like it didn't. I, it didn't surprise me that they came back only because they killed everybody. Um, right, but that tone was why I wasn't you, very happy with the episode because it didn't feel like it was the type of episode where people were going to be killed. And I loved in the second episode the the, the fish one from um, yesterday, the third episode actually, mm-hmm. was that we see a kid get killed. We see a kid get killed and he never comes back. Mm-hmm. And that really heightens the stakes of the whole show. So to follow yeah, that up with another one where everyone gets saved with a real episode. big Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, but I, so chat, do you do you think would you have wanted everybody to die or are you happy with everybody living? That's the question. I mean, the third episode just had bigger stakes. It dealt with racism, which is something that mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't here last week so I didn't get to talk about, it, but I was very relieved <laughs> to see the doctor address like historic racism. Yeah. And not just kind of blow it over like in Martha Jones you see she has like one comment about it and then Shakespeare's in love with her for the rest of the episode. Right. But uh the stakes of that were so much bigger so when you come to this episode and yeah, you know, the the, the mother son dynamics are always something they like to play with and they usually always make it sweet at the end but they could have killed at least one of them. I mean, they they were disintegrated. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally, the bugs came over him, and then he disappeared. Also, I didn't get a feeling that like they really wrap up the story. Like at the end, the whole place gets disintegrated. Are the bugs dead? It didn't look like it. Looks like the bugs are still around. Yeah. They just took apart the house. So now the house doesn't exist, but the bugs are probably still around. And they say, "Okay, bye." And then they leave, and it's one of those things where I'm like, this doesn't solve it. The same thing kind of happened at the end of Smile, where it's like, you're not quite solving the issue. Yeah. You're just kind of yeah. ending, you you found a nice endpoint, and then you're leaving. Yeah. But the, the problem is still there. You're Especially not now, because you're day. not even like, going that far away. No. Yeah. The bugs are still going to be a problem. It's They'll just move to the house next door. Well, yeah. we'll see if the if those characters, if the the five roommates return. Yeah, I think that right. will, that will also change the like going forward. That'll change your like opinion of the episode, or at least of the characters True. going forward. Um, let's see what the chat said. Um, let's okay. get another point on that. I had a point about the characters. Uh, let's see what the chat okay. said about whether the, how they felt about them dying mm-hmm. or living. Uh, why would they only bring back Bill's roommates? And not, and not the all rest. the other people exactly. that were killed. Um, I have True. to imagine there's a like uh, they were digested. Yeah, they could have at least yeah. brought back the 1997 folks. <laughs> if yeah. that's the case, yeah, I would love to see age. them come back in tie dye and bright neon colors. They had the like, horrifying too because they're like, "What's my life now?" Exactly, yeah. and they had all the pictures of the 1997 folks, so they could definitely could have yeah. brought them back. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Michelle A. This one time, everybody lives. Yeah, I appreciate the quote. Yes, uh, Chloe Butler <laughs> says, "I do not mind." Ken from Chicago uh, says, "Doctor Who is a family show." 
I mean, which is a fair point to not murder but we killed most a child of the people in the episode. episode but it's one person as opposed to all the characters. But it's Except also a child. Also, also in fair. the Smile episode, that was complete genocide. They never came back. Uh, Kristen says, I'm not sure. Florence says, I don't mind them living. Jacob says, morbidly, yes. <laughs> So, yeah, there's a vote for death. I do want to. Uh, Ryan Matalson says I had no issue with it. Uh, wait, who was it that said this? Uh, Ken says Zach, don't be so bloodthirsty. That's. <laughs> I think it's me that's being the bloodthirsty. Uh, and uh, Katie, and last, uh, la- lastly, I will say. Uh, uh, well, there's a couple more votes for happy, but Katie, last comment. Katie says I think either way there needed to be ju- just be more live or die. Either would have felt abrupt. Yeah. Here's here's another thing they were going to put into development of one of the characters that I found out they actually cut from the script and from the show is Harry of the group was going to be the grandson of Harry Sullivan, uh, a former companion of the Doctor during the Tom Baker years. Oh. Mm. But they decided that people aren't really going to know who Harry Sullivan is, current viewers, so they decided to cut it out. But that would have made it be like, okay, he's part of the lineage, which is an interesting thing to do if you're setting up all these lineage stuff. Now, make fun of me, and then she calls him granddad. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they're setting <laughs> stuff up. He does I'm keep calling him granddad. Yeah. <laughs> Leaning into that crazy We theory. haven't seen who her dad is. We've only seen the mom. Right. Also, I think, I think it was kind of bad at this episode, too, because the last one ended with the vault, the knocking on the vault, and then this one's called Knock Knock, so you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be about the vault. Yeah. And then it isn't. And then I also found out it was originally called The Haunted Hub was hmm. the in- initial name of this. And they changed it to Knock Knock to even be more, uh, huh? to be more like us thinking that they're going to keep setting up the vault. You know, this would have been a good episode seven. Like, it, it, that, like where that, you need a breather? Yeah. yeah. Like, because we're going to have another one-off episode next week. And so that's four in a row. I don't mind. Because it's a spaceship episode next week. Yeah. Um. So to have had a little bit more talk about the vault or a little bit more talk about uh, Bill and what's going on with Bill, just because we, we touch on the doctor going back and taking pictures of her mom in the first right. episode, and then we don't ever address it again, um, except for the one picture she puts up of her mom this episode. That would have been nice, because I, I recall... Uh, what was the elevator or the child where... Oh, yeah. oh right. Through the... It was like the child, the, he would go into Fireplace? the little uh, dollhouse. And the dollhouse oh, became real. Oh, I know what you're uh, That was like an episode seven. And I remember right. really enjoying that episode because up until that point... This is the 11th Doctor with Amy and yeah. Rory. We've mm. been dealing so much with like their storyline, so to have that breather was nice. And it makes me a little nervous that we're getting so we're getting front loaded with so many sync, uh, one-off episodes that the back end is going to be so much about the Doctor, right? And then I won't get a breather. That's true. And I, I personally like all the one-up. And some people episodes. in the chat, like uh, Ken, says he prefers one-off episodes. Yeah. Uh, I do too if they're done really well, and they could be the scariest ones. Like I kept mm-hmm. thinking of the Minotaur one. From like, it was a great episode. That was a great episode and scary. And the it had one-off episodes can be individually the most memorable mm-hmm. for sure. Uh-huh. But might but doc, but serialized Doctor Who for me mm-hmm. is Doctor Who at its best. Yeah, right. That's the key difference. Uh, is that like yes, I remember Blink 
really well. I remember like the ghost, uh, the 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 library mm-hmm. episode uh, very well. Mm-hmm. But I remember everything about the silence arc from se- yeah. from seasons five and six, yeah. right? And I will rewatch those like seasons entire in their entirety mm-hmm. because of that arc. Uh, and that's what I'm. That's what I want to, to get sure. more of. Yeah. And so far, we haven't gotten anything Any. but those little vignettes little of the bites. vault. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and that's we'll my see. only thing. If if God complex that like, was the uh, the Minotaur. The Minotaur. Right. Season seven started off with all one off episodes. Like the first episode was about was Rory, that doll episode? Rory and Amy's divorce, and they they mm. reconnect. And then two, three, and four was all one offs. And I remember being like. You gotta give me episode five. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I need a break from these one-offs because I'm not gonna remember any of these. Uh, so I think it just has to be a, a really good balance. Like if you can if you can tie one-offs into the, the series, or if you can go back and forth, that's easier for me than simply even if it were all serialized. Like when we started uh, last season. Oh my god, that was two years ago, and it was all about. Uh, the Daleks, and then we never revisited the Daleks. I was kind of right. like, oh, well, yeah, you can give me more. All right, chat. I know Silence in the Library was a two-parter. Yeah, calm right. down. It's still a standalone. It was. Well, it also of, isn't because well, a it, river. Well, but it was originally supposed to be a standalone, and then when Moffat took over, he decided to continue the story of River. Of River you had to sort yeah. of. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that was always designed. He didn't right. have Maybe to, not the best yeah. example. Fine, <laughs> fine well, panel, fine chat. I get I'm agreeing it. with you. I'm All like, right. well, yeah. didn't uh, let's to. go back to this episode yeah. though, because basically we just the chat is just like calling us out on all of the titles that we're missing. <laughs> Where we're just like talking about, we're not like naming episodes. Oh, we're just right, like talking right. about what that would happen. Yeah, uh, my brain is. Uh, uh, it's fair. <laughs> yeah, no one, there, there's way too many episodes to know. <laughs> yeah, it's a decade yes. of Doctor Who. Um, what did you guys think of specifically just the Doctor in Knock Knock? I, I kind of there's some good doctor moments. I really like the moment when he um, explains being a time lord, and I I still like that mm-hmm. where he's still teaching her exactly who he is. I still like those moments, even though they might be a little tired for long Doctor Who fans. It's still nice to see, mm-hmm. and I especially found it interesting when she asked about regenerating, mm-hmm. and he felt very uncomfortable, and he felt like he didn't want to talk about it. Which makes me feel like he kind of knows what's on the horizon, which might actually play into maybe what's in the vault or something. That the second, that like his next regeneration is going to be somehow. I think he just knows he's going to regenerate soon. Mm. Not necessarily if it's going to be dangerous or not. It just, whenever a regeneration is kind of on the horizon, it the seems doctor, like he knows. Yeah, the doctor often feels kind of sad about it. He is, the, this doctor is. Mentally, at the very least, if not physically, extremely old mm-hmm. because yeah. of the like pocket dimension loop mm-hmm. thing that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he, yeah, you're right. He probably knows that like a regeneration is coming, um, especially if it's connected at all to his the, to the to this doctor's return to the 50th to yeah. the day of the doctor time war oh, right. yeah. big battle because mm-hmm. we know that like we True. haven't seen 
Uh, that could happen off screen. We haven't but... seen 12, uh, yeah. who I say for lack of a better number. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen 12 return to... Oh God, it's so hard because he comes in and says all 13. Oh, my brain. Um, we haven't yeah. seen him return to that yeah. moment when he comes in and yells, yeah. no, all 13, but we know that he has to. Yeah. Um, eventually. Right. And, the, and the rumor is we're going to get that this season. But... Uh, uh, I... I mean, I love uh, the relationship he has with Bill, I think. Yes. Yeah. I was like, does Peter Capaldi like Pearl Mackey more than he liked? Do, uh, is he like everybody else? And he's like, oh, Bill's like way more fun. But even Maybe just, we shouldn't have kept Clara around so long. I don't think she was that bad. I, well, even she just like overstayed the, her welcome. the one-off looks he gives to, to Bill. Just in like response, or th- they just have yeah. a better chemistry. Like you, you feel this like is, he actually has an affection for her. This is Peter Capaldi's doctor is now shining through yes. because yeah. he's he's not connected to a single companion any longer. He is standing on his own, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's doing a fantastic job while he's doing it. The moment where she's like trying, like when she's trying to get him to leave, mm-hmm. and you can see in his eyes that like he just wants to stay. Mm-hmm. He knows something's up. And he wants to investigate it mm-hmm. so badly. Yeah. It is the only, and he's like, she's like, no, go, go, doctor, <laughs> bad doctor. And yeah. he's like, but I, but there's something weird. But the I wanted wind. to, I wanted, I wanted to sonic it and like do a thing. Yeah, well, come on. <laughs> he feels very comfortable in his skin now, which yeah. is which is great to see. Also, I have to say, I think his sonic screwdriver might make the best torch out of all of them. Because oh, it has yeah. such like a big light bulb yeah. on the top. I, I realized that this episode, I feel like in a competition of which one's the best flashlight mm-hmm. in a dark situation, his might win. Jeez, uh, though. It took them two years to give him a sonic yeah. screwdriver. So, uh, at work, somebody has the uh, Capaldi's screwdriver. And yeah. it looks awesome. In, like, it, like the toy version of it looks awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I really still, if up. I was going to buy one, to have, I'm still going Smith. Mm. But... The quality one looks awesome. I would maybe do Tenet. I'm doing Tenet. I might do Tenet. Yeah. Uh, We all have our our doctors. To each his own. I just like the claw effect. The claw? When when Eleven, so when when it shoots out and it has the floor thing. That is kind of cool. It's just like, there's something about that. I'm just like, that looks cool. (laughs) Yeah. It's the action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't even... Actually, Capaldi's doesn't extend. No, it's pretty big, though. Yeah. It's big and it's bright. It almost feels like a... Never mind. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, the initial drawings of the Capaldi one were the most phallic things ever. Yeah. Like, disturbingly. Right. So, like, you shouldn't have released that BBC Just pin it out phallic. there. What are you trying to say uh, about In the practice, doctor? like, the actual device looks totally normal. Yeah. It was the right. drawings that were They're like... like are you uh, compensating, Doctor? No. It's yeah. like, I think they just they made that this. joke. <laughs> when 10 and 11 met, they were like... Oh, when right. he, uh, he, like He takes out his mm-hmm. and his finger, it's like, oh, somebody compensating. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he just feels so comfortable. And it's, 
He also had that moment that where he's like casually mentions he stepped in for uh, Quincy Jones's basis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's such a random delightful moment. Well, I was like, yeah. I forget what what okay. creature he said. He said Quincy Jones' bassist was, was some kind of alien. Oh yeah, uh, title. yeah. That I had, I didn't recognize the type, but and like, he didn't oh, know how cool. to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I but, also, but even worse, he didn't know how to play the bass. I also like him naming the dryads, <laughs> just like they're the dryads, and they're like, why are you calling them that? Because mm-hmm. I can't call them lice. Yeah, and I just like that he's just he. That's how he names stuff. It's just the first thing that comes to his head. Try it. That works. Done. Moving I wasn't on. sure if he was lying in that moment. I was like, "Are you just making this up because you don't want to talk about aliens right now?" Or right, it could be. Um, I think legitimately, he just like just made it up. Yeah. Well, that and he. Well, he did like two seasons ago. Was it two seasons ago? He made a big deal of naming the um, the two dimension creatures. Oh right. Oh, jeez. The, the flat ones, yeah. Oh, oh the graffiti no. ones. They're going to get on us about this. Well, they'll get you us. You know what we're talking about. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stall for a second. So, uh... I'm curious about if we're building a Bill's the bo- mom. I name you the Boneless. Oh, there we go. Cool. That was such a simple name. Yeah. I didn't even need chat for that one. Seems the obvious answer. Yeah. I am I am curious that they're building up uh, Bill's mom. Like a lot, they mm-hmm. are. So I wonder if it's just like, but they did the same thing to Clara's parents. Yeah, and also this had a, this was a mommy episode, so this was it mm-hmm. ended up being a mommy episode. So talking about her connection to her mom is a nice little like build to what's yeah. going to foreshadowing to the relationship. I still think they're related in some way because Bill has uh, no other people, and usually when a companion has no other people. They have some type of strong connection to the doctor. Yeah. But if it's Clara, it's that she's the one who goes back in time and saves the doctor, even though I wasn't crazy about that. But uh, like, like there's always some type of like stronger connection to it because we did hear a little about her parents, but it wasn't like yeah. we really got to know her parents. Like we got to know Rose's parents, you know. The dad is suspiciously absent. Amy, yeah, of all the pictures, but it, it would kind of. But she's also weird, adopt- right? She wasn't wasn't she adopted? Was she adopted? She ended up being a foster kid because we I see she was her. just a foster kid. Oh, yeah, maybe. That's my understanding of it. I don't know. Who, I I'm trying to remember who that woman was that she was speaking to. It was her to. foster mom. Yeah, okay, so she she didn't know her parents. Oh yeah, yeah. no no no. Right. They, they she do establish that she didn't know her parents. Right. She just has the pictures because of uh, because of the doctor. So we've had we've seen parents have a big role. I mean, like we also had Donna's father. Right. Yeah, but that's but she and had roses. no prior. It didn't end up being like some big connection between her and the doctor. Yes, right. but so. the doctor has at least the very least met her mother. That's why it's a little. Yeah. It's going to be a little weird if he turns out to be her dad because it's like, oh, I'll take, I'll go take pictures of your mom. Oops. I create. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure like, that's not what ooh, happened. Yeah. Taking pictures of the mom, then they well, make lo- Time Lord love. <laughs> My brain just exploded. Uh, well, Nardal, 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 Nardal. He says something about not getting involved in her life that I thought was just, I don't know, they're just putting stuff down. I'm like, I'm kind of picking up what you're putting I down. can't wait till this happens and you get to be so victorious. It's going to be great. And I'm going to glow. Well, the chat, um, Tyler C. Uh, is like, Bill called the doctor grandfather, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, i.e. Susan. 
Mm-hmm. And we did see yep. Susan Billy in the season. in the pilot mm-hmm. for the season in the first episode of the season. And again, I don't think that was an accident. No. I feel like there's no way that Susan's a picture, of picture Susan and being there. We are dealing with a, we are doing a ton of stuff with um, the school, mm-hmm. the Cole right. Hill School, where she where she was, and where Ian is still the superintendent. Playing pretty, devil's advocate, though, yeah. I feel like they could just be setting that up so to mirror that relationship rather than have it actually be a plot point. Uh, it's kind of more of a fine thematical Dave, relationship. Spoil was, my dreams. I mean, maybe. Well, there was a picture of River and there was a picture of Susan. Yeah, but he's and it's kind of implied way back in the day when River first admits to who she really is. That there is a connection between her and the and the the baby carriage, mm. not just in that she was ever put in it, but that uh-huh. they have a connection about the baby carriage. Like, well, it was his. A, it was his. It was his. But yeah. there was also like, I always read that scene as like this is something that's between them, and the the type of excitement he showed for it was like almost as if she is not only his wife, but like the mother of his children. Right. I mean, they had 24 years together. They did, oh. and he does have grandchildren. And he does have grandchildren. But, I've, but the first doctor would have to know who his, like, daughter or yeah. child or son was that then gave birth to Susan, no? Yeah. Remember when they're... Like, you wouldn't just, like, travel around being like, well, I got this Mr. Granddaughter from well, somewhere. remember when the doctor had a daughter, and then <laughs> the doctor just married her in real life, <laughs> and then Tennant just married her? The the clone you're talking yes. about from the Tennant years, yeah. and they, yeah. like, actively said that they're never going to address that. Yeah. Sure. I think it, she might have appeared in an audiobook, mm. Uh, mm. but they've, like, said the show will never address that. Sure. But that's yeah. uh, that's exactly what you're talking about. And she's though. also the a... daughter of a doctor. Yeah. I mean, it could, you know, there's so many paradoxes. And it could be a situation where, I don't know, it's not. Yeah. Impo- I mean, it's I mean 24 years also is a suspicious amount of time to kind of spend in one night. And it feels like how old is, I'm, I'm leaning towards you, mm-hmm. because like how old is uh, is Bill? Is she twenty four? Is she twenty three? Bill's supposed 22? to be early twenties. Yeah, so yeah. not but in she college, age. college age. She would have been like raised, I guess, by them if she spent all of those, all of that time with them. She was foster. Yeah, yeah but she so. was foster. Um, let's um, let's talk about the vault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the so okay, so this is where where we are now with the vault. So we we go down there. The doctor brings Mexican down. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to like, I guess he has some Fernando and some Mexican for food. who, <laughs> yes, Mexican food, uh, and some for whoever or whatever yeah. is in the vault. I and guess like to whoever because we know that there's it's a it's a person or a creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but that's still that, even a creature is a person. Uh, we're very respectful on the Doctor a Who sentient after show. being. Yes, yeah, some kind of sentient, <laughs> like, some kind like, of sentient being person? that he gave yeah. a piano to. I feel like. We are all but confirmed it's, that it's um, a master, and we are really yeah. just trying to figure out <sighs> which, which one or which ones. Yeah, especially the, hey, I want to tell you a spooky story, mm-hmm. and then as soon as they say, oh, a bunch of people got, innocent people got eaten, yeah. that's where it feels like it's very mastery. It. Yeah. 
Because it's an excited. Who else could he possibly be talking to? But it, or is that too obvious? That's the thing. Is it feels too obvious? Yeah. Um, unless the unless the surprise was supposed to be John Sim and it just leaked. That no, the surprise they is that did it's it. not like they well, put they, it in their. Trailer. I think it might. Was it in the trailer? Yeah, John trailer. Sim. You could see John Sim like turning to the, the camera. The last shot in the of the trailer. Is John Sim. Yeah. Oh, maybe I missed that trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just knew the. I just saw the announcement because yeah. I don't think anyone knew until all the the news I saw about it was about it being from the trailer and like and everyone's talking about the last shot of the trailer. Is John okay, Sim. Um, well then you're people are some people are saying the Valyard, but I don't think that's where they're going with this. Yeah, um, it has to tie back to the Time War. If that's what they're going with, then a, it has to. It has to go back to that. It's a time sealed. It's a Time Lord sealed door. Yeah, so it so has, it has to, to be connect like some type of to the Time Lords in one way or another. Yeah. So that, it, like, the, the only creatures that would need a Time Lord, like, seal on a door like that Dalek. would be a Time Lord or a Dalek. Yeah. I don't think and, a Dalek is playing a piano. Yeah, a Dalek mm. just doesn't have the digits for it. Yeah. Might, if it just, like, zooms or in on, empathy. like, a couple keys with its plunger, it might be able to play, like, Hot Cross Buns or something. Yeah. Wah, wah, Maybe wah. there's a hole in the bucket, which, uh, fun fact, the only song I know how to play on the piano. Uh, I thought you meant that's how its little tentacles were coming out. No, no. And you were calling the Dalek armor the bucket. So the hole in the bucket was just the tentacles coming out. I have now forever out, rewritten. Uh, Chad, if somebody wants to write ly- uh, alternate lyrics, parody version of the whole, there's a hole in the bucket about Daleks, uh, Dalek, I will not fight you on it. There's a hole in the bucket, dear Dalek. All right. Perfect. God damn it. Uh, uh, now we're going to have to pay for that, the rights to that song. Nah. No, don't it's think. probably old enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it has to be Missy. And this is where he's yeah. basically landed. It's like, I can't control you. I can't stop you. So I'm just going to lock you up. He's But he said, I'm a prisoner too. So this is a punishment for... Both of them. Well, he's a prisoner because he made an oath that he wouldn't leave the vault. Because Missy has. has reigned no matter... Like, every time Missy's out there, she has killed lots When's the of last people. time we saw Missy? Was the... Cybermen. Cybermen, right? Yeah. Uh, no. We've seen her since. We saw her last season. Did we? Briefly. I thought. Did we? I thought the last... In the opening with the... Um, the she uh, where she stops the him? airplanes and everything. Yeah, that was the top of last season with the uh, with the Daleks. She right. aided him and and Claire. Yeah, Clara. But she Daleks. got captured. I honestly don't remember. She just kind of fell off. I never saw her again because that was something yeah. that I, that's why I, I got really frustrated with those episodes because I was like, oh, well, what happened? To- yeah, <laughs> like, that's just done. She's off screen. I think. Well, she had like. Because that was after the fake death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daleks so. on Scar, the chat's yeah. helping us out. So, um, yeah, she's due for a comeback, and maybe she just got captured and is in the vault. Yeah, is she could have gotten now? captured. The Time Lords could have captured her. Mm-hmm. Again, this could be John Sim Master in there, who yeah. was imprisoned. Um, although, John Sim Master has to eventually turn into Missy. Yeah, regenerate. Right. That's his fate, so unless, I don't know Unless how they're that doing the backwards regeneration thing. Which is, I was thinking they were oh. maybe going to do. Has there Reverse? been, uh, ha- other than the the 50th, has there been any established canon to justify that? I don't, I'm only saying that because when we do see in the trailer, uh, John Sim, he's, 
he's in front of what looks like a regeneration kind of glow. Interesting. And so he has kind of this golden glow, right? Right? Am no, I wrong? Well, it's but just like, like a backlight. I think. Okay. But if that's the case, like it could just be that we're going to see the birth of Missy. Right. The true. doctor has run into a version of himself in the fiftieth. That was an older version. Yeah. It was implied that it was an older version of the doctor who decided mm-hmm. to take a an old face again. Yeah. So I don't think I don't know if. It's played by Tom Baker. Yeah, so I don't know if, if that's something they're going to do with Missy. And, but they made it pretty clear that the two masters would meet face-to-face. So this is not something of a reverse gener- regeneration. It's something of timelines crossing. Yeah. So, Which the master would definitely do, mm-hmm. yeah. especially the Jensen's So maybe master. it's that uh, the doctor... Oh, maybe it's just the fact is the doctor knows... That uh, the Johnson Master is out there, mm-hmm. released out in the world, yeah. because the time uh, because Gallifrey popped back into the universe, Maybe. which puts him back in this universe, mm-hmm. and he is mortally afraid of the potential destruction if there were two masters working together. So right. when does so he, he become... locks Missy away because he can capture her. Oh, time paradox. I'm like, so Maybe. when does he become messy? Uh, like, oh he just knows that the, he knows that he will eventually become Missy, mm-hmm. um, but that but he can but he still can lock Missy away in the meantime. Yeah, we yeah. also don't necessarily know. I mean, yeah, never mind. It's 2017. Never mind. All right, let's uh, let's move into Ooh. some of like officially. Let's move into predictions, predictions. territory. After Buzz TV uh, predictions. Um, my prediction is that it's Missy behind the vault door. <laughs> mm, I still think it might be neat if it's like a, a the Doctor or something hmm. or a form of the Doctor because I feel well that like, would be the Valyard. Yeah, because uh, or I'm not very sure. I don't know very much about the Valyard. So it, that's that's it's like the older Doctor Who stuff that I can look up. Yeah, but it's I I think it would be nice if it wasn't the Master, mm-hmm. whatever it is, because they keep building up or Missy because they keep it just seems like the obvious choice. I'll be happy if it is, but uh, I would be kind of happier if they surprise us. Which I hope the Valyard. Uh, just reading right off of Tardis Wikia. Sure, because uh, I didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, the Valyard was a, the distillation of all that was evil in the Doctor, and a composite of his every dark thought created oh. by the Time Lords using black operation technology. Cool. So mm. did he? Did the Valyard look like the, the current Doctor when the Valyard came out? Or was it like a... Uh, no, the, it was played... Uh, the Valyard was played by Michael Jaston, the actor... Uh, in the, his initial appearance. Okay. Yeah. Can we not? I don't want to do that. I'm already dealing with that on on the Flash. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, I don't need another evil version of anyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a that's a sci-fi trope. That's like yeah. a put flat put a goatee on them. The the implication with the Valyard is that he is a regeneration of the Doctor that came somewhere between twelve and the final. Ooh, oh, was okay. the wording. So uh, thank you feels... to thank you to G1X Rider cool. for that one. But so, that so that's the phrasing. So like. Everyone has always assumed that that would have to that would mean that it would have to come between twelve and thirteen, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which but we know that that's not the case because twelve and, because twelve and thirteen was technically ten and, and Smith, um, or so, depending on your counting, Smith and Capaldi. Wait, what? <laughs> 
the the war doctor really messed up the numbering. All right. Can we just count him as a number? Cheating and using two. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can we just count the war doctor as a number? And no, because because we everyone refers to Capaldi as twelve. Like marketing everything about them said calls him the twelfth doctor, and that's why it's and so you can't. This is why it's Moffat made this a mess for okay. forever. Um, it's a Moffitt. mess forever. Yeah, uh, it's always going to have an asterisk. Yeah, it's yeah. all it's yeah. it is forever. The, the number of Doctor is forever confusing because of the war. Then doctor. I would just just to be uh, different, I would like to say it's the Valiard in there because it that it would be kind of cool if he's trying to hold off his evil self from coming out. Because he knows that's what's coming up next. Somehow, I don't know how does that fit with works. him being happy with a lot of death. Yeah, also fits yeah. with the with the master, but yeah, but if yeah. it's it could be something that the master will come and let the Valiard out because the master and especially Missy, who might want to hook up with the Valiard, yeah. is kind of comes to so that they can be kind of an evil. It'll duo be together. interesting. It also be it would also be very interesting if John Sim was playing the Valiard. Ooh. Interesting. That the Doctor's darkest I thoughts have mm. manifested. As I mean, yeah, the master. I know that I have Johnson for long. And with that creepy Wait, thought, I'm not done. oh yeah, predict, predict. Well, I think we're going to get more about. I just really want to know what's up with Bill. So if we can yeah. not have this, can we, if we could just get straight to that, uh, I think who's going to vault? It's either it has to be a master. It's a time lord. That's I'm put that out. It's a time lord. And then with uh, Bill, I hope it, it's kind of. I hope there's an explanation for why the doctor felt compelled to go back and take pictures. Not not just to be kind or right. anything like that, but there was a reason why he went back and did that. Or did he not just go back and do that? Did he live there? So, And I, I also want to know more. more about the 70 years that he's been on Earth, what yeah. was going on in that time. Yeah. And in those 70 years, could he have been with Bill? Also, oh, is Bill only going to be in this season? Uh, that's the rumor. Okay, if that's nothing the case, is official yet, I hope she has an arc. I hope she has a beginning, middle, and end. To I, I also think, cannot I think, stand the Bill theme. I don't like that. It. It's too sweet. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't notice that. Really. Well, with that, we got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The the last thing I'll say is that with the Bill thing, um, they it is just a rumor, but it sounds like they knew that if they if they, if it is going to be her end, it sounds like they knew that going in mm-hmm. right so that like they're not just going to leave us on a weird cliffhanger cool. right. alright guys that's going to do it for this week's Doctor Who After show thank you so much for joining us here at After Buzz TV I've been your host Zach Wilson you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson uh, be sure to tune in right after this where I'm going to be talking about The Leftovers my brain on that show my brain. I haven't watched it. I'm saying it. Very exciting. It's like it's the the last season, uh, and, ver- and it's crazy. I know. Um, check out Agents of Shield on Tuesday nights. Uh, penultimate episode for season four uh, this Tuesday, and the finale next week. Yeah. And I'm Mr. Dave Child. You can find me at Mr. Dave Child on uh, Twitter and DaveChild.com. If you want another crazy show that's only just beginning, I'm on American Gods. Tonight at 11, and also check me out on Fargo on Thursday, and iZombie for some good CW fun on Tuesday. Uh, hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. I'm also on The Handmaid's Tale on Thursdays, and then The Unproduced Table Read on Fridays for Popcorn Talk. All right, guys, this has been the Doctor Who After Show. Thanks for geeking out with us. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.